the new channel. The new channel. Hashtag TNC Now. The views, opinions, and insights expressed in the following shows are those of the host, producers, guests, and viewers. They do not necessarily reflect the position of the channel. Viewer discretion is advised. Mabuhay and welcome to the new channel. Our passion transforms a community that sees all things new. This is King Gonzalez, and you guys are streaming live at the new channel. And you guys are watching Realty Realities. Good Saturday afternoon to everybody. It's another warm Saturday. Summer pa rin talaga. And again, mainit na naman ang pag-uusapan natin. To all of you guys who have seen it uh, in our advertisement, it's entitled Toxic. Uh, being the month of income tax returns and assessment no pag-uusapan po ulit natin ang isa na naman isa na naman sa ma- mainit na usapan which is tax but today we're not talking about income tax mare mare in in passing depende dun sa flow ng usapan namin ng ating guest for this afternoon but what's more important to us real estate brokers, to the agents, even to the number of mga viewers natin. Thank you very much. Naging increase na viewers natin who are not really into real estate, but just regular buyers and sellers of properties. Or hindi ma eh. Yung iba nga na nag, uh, nagme-message ngayon, hindi sila um, into real estate. They're not in the industry. But yet, they watch our show. So, maraming salamat po. Today is about real estate taxes. So, for the last two episodes, we did discuss about estate tax, which is also part of the real estate taxes. But ngayon, we will focus on the real estate taxes. Ano ba yung mga binabayaran kapag ikaw ay nagbebenta ng isang property or kung ikaw ay bibili ng property. Kasi madalas, nakakalimutan po yan. Um, it's, it's funny, but um, kung first-time buyer kayo or first-time seller kayo, uh, marar- marapat na dapat nyong malaman na meron pong karampatang tax na kailangang bayaran. At uh, yan ay capital gains, or a little bit 
no? later uh, yan ang yan ang pag-uusapan natin um sabi ko nga mainit mainit na usapan pa rin ito dahil uh, in in politics this has been used also uh, um i don't know who brought it up no i i really don't don't remember who brought it up but it was also raised by one of the candidates who saying na oh one of the candidates does not paid the estate tax of um, their family and in our last two episodes we did discuss that but not to the point of discussing the the, the sentiments of the case but just to say that tax is uh estate tax is something that needs to be settled kapag pagmamanahan po kayo ng property at ma, para mailipat yung pangalan ng titulo ng yan sa inyong pangalan so y- yun po yun po yun no but uh, again we did not discuss and we won't discuss also the rudiments of the case because the Supreme Court has already decided on it and it's final and unappealable. So, ngayon, um, we just want to focus on ano bang taxes, di ba? Uh, sabi ko nga dun sa, dun sa guest natin, pati, pati dun sa ano natin, in-house na... Wait, I'm just, uh, I'm just looking at, uh, at, at the message of our, of our guest. Okay. Um yung 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 taxes, sabi ko nga sa kanya no, nung, nung pinag-usapan namin, people have really frowned at tax collectors even during the time of our Lord Jesus, no? So nung sa Bible pa lang makikita niyo no, pag tax collectors ang kausap ni Jesus, parang oh, sinasabi nila, oh, bakit kinakausap ng uh, ni Jesus mga mga kasalanan. Uh, that's probably because taxes back then were over what people can pay. No? Kahit naman nung panahon din ng mga Espanyol dito sa sa pananakop sa Pilipinas, ang taxes na rin po ay isa sa mga naging problema, 'di ba? Naging social injustice ng mga Filipino. No, uh, as 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 a matter of fact, um, there were so many. Uh, hindi lang ano, hindi lang Filipinos. No, um, in in my reading, hindi lang Filipinos and nag complain about the the taxes that were being pinapataw sa mga Filipino. Kung de doon sa mga yung mga ano, yung mga priests that were back here even the first bishop of manila who was a spaniard you know complained during in one of the synods or the first synod in manila he said that this is not right kahit no mga panahon pa lang noon nakikialam na <laughs> nakikialam na po ang simbahang katoliko kapag meron siyang nakikitang injustice na nagagawa sa tao. At nung panahon na yon, hindi pa nga mga Katoliko yung karamihan ng mga Pilipino. Diba? They were just natives and I, I don't know what their religion was. But yet, nakikilam yung simbahan kapag nakita niya, nakikita niya na merong kamalihan. Okay? So, taxes. Going back, taxes is the lifeblood of the government. Kung wala pong taxes, wala pong pondo para magawa ng gobyerno ang mga infrastruktura na kailangan niyang gawin, yung mga kalsada, yung tulay, even the institutions, pagbubuo ng mga institutions for our development is dependent on their taxes. So, mga social um, mga ayudas diba, are also dependent on taxes and many other things. Mamaya, malalaman natin yan kasi meron trivia. 
malalaman natin kung ilang porsyento ba niyang taxes o ilang porsyento ba ng government budget ang kinukuha mula dito para sa susunod na pondo ng ating bayan. Alright? Is uh, our guest, I'm just checking, I'm just checking, our guest for this afternoon is somebody, somebody special. No? Somebody special because siya ang nakakaalam. <laughs> siya ang nakakaalam na pag-uusapan natin. Uh, pero bago yan, no? uh, naririnig niyo po, baka naririnig niyo po yung, yung anak ko. Uh, yes, because my son, Noe, is celebrating his 8th birthday. Not today, but tomorrow. So anak, happy birthday to you. Today, ang nagsiselebrate po ng birthday ay tatlo. Oh, there, there you are. I have three who I know are celebrating their birthdays. And one of them is... My niece, Andy Bueno. Happy birthday, anak. Yan, kasama na rin dyan, yung coach ko. Coach ko sa Taekwondo, Coach Jem. Thank you. Thank you sa pagpapasensya mo sa akin, sa isang napakatanda ng studyante ng Taekwondo. At syempre, last but definitely not the least, ang aking pong pangulo, ang vice-presidente po ng ating bansa, na sana rin maging pangulo nyo in the future si Vice Presidente Lenny Robredo. Ano man ang inyong kulay, welcome po kayo dito sa Realty Realities and I embrace you and thank you for watching my show. Pero kung iba man ang inyong kandidato, please continue on watching because like what we say in the show, Whatever you learn here will prevent you from the real estate burn. So without further ado, I would like to welcome our guest for this afternoon is somebody special because he is from the Bureau of Internal Revenue of RDO 38. He is a revenue officer too of the assessment section. Kung sino nagre-review ng ating mga sinasubmit ng mga tax returns, ng mga capital gains tax for review, no other than Mr. AJ Gundayaw. Hi, good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. Yan, yan, sir. Uh, Kinabahan ba ng konti, Sir AJ? Because uh, I noted that uh, you had to transfer places. <laughs> But uh, this looks good. This looks good. Kagaya uh, kanina. So thank you very much, sir, for spending your Saturday afternoon with us. Um, di, no, di pwede charge ko sa overtime, sir. Hindi ah. eh. <laughs> uh, Para sa bayan niya ang term namin. <laughs> Kagaya po ng inyong uh, inyong boss na si Miss Margie De Castro na nagpapasalamat ako sa pagpapahiram sa inyo sa oras na ito. Pero yun nga eh, hindi naman to kasama sa oras nyo. Nagpapasalamat ang Realty Realities at ang Bansang Pilipinas na rin for spending your Saturday afternoon with us, sir. Thank you. Actually, sir. Palang. Thank you actually actually for thank you for have, having us having me here because even if it is a Saturday it is actually our trust sa bureau specifically sa RDO 38. Uh, tama nga 'yung sinabi mo kanina eh, since time immemorial sa biblical pa nga starting with St. Thomas uh, tax collectors has always been demonized. And for the longest time din naman we try um, um, plenty of ano, improvements to be made but we are trying to change the image by engaging with our taxpayers. Diba? Para mas, masabi namin sa inyo kung ano yung side din namin. Not in the yeah. sense na makipag-dialogo, but in the sense that we can make you understand kung ano ba yung mga taxes na dapat na binabayaran ninyo. And at the same time, we can, we can learn from you kung ano ba yung mga concerns ninyo. What are your challenges? And then find out saan kami pwedeng makatulong. Kasi 
although our main trust is of course to collect taxes for the government, it's not like we're here to just pupakatok talaga kami sa inyo and then kailangan yung taguan kasi mamumulekta na naman kami. No, we're your partners. We're partners in growth of the country, in your business, if you're a business uh, businessman. Any regular taxpayers, the services that you enjoy, we are your partners. So, nandito kami para tumulong sa inyo. Sarap, sarap naman marinig niyan, sir. Uh, sana po sa lahat ng RDOs natin sa buong Pilipinas, ganyan kainit ang pagtanggap ng isang revenue officer sa amin, lalo na kapag meron po kaming tatanong ng mga inquiries. No, sir. Yes, sir. Oo oh, naman. Um, I think it's in the tax campaign video for 2022. Sinabi ni Commissioner Don, we are your partners. So, lagi kami, we're trying to professionalize our service. So, punta lang kayo sa amin and then we'll try our best to assist you in any way we can. Yeah, yeah. Sige. Yan, pag-uusapan natin yan in detail because um, in our conversation, you also did mention that there are uh, technological changes uh, in, in the BIR. Uh, in passing, mapag-uusapan natin yan. Uh, ngayon, no, sir, uh, nakalimutan kong pasalamatan. Hindi, hindi tayo magkakaroon ng interview na to kung hindi dahil sa sponsor namin na Robinson's Land Corporation na isa, sa, isa malamang sa pinaka-trusted at saka mataas niyong taxpayers dito sa Pilipinas. Maraming salamat Robinson's Land Corporation. Also to www.space4mybiz.com which is a free marketplace of commercial properties both for lease and sale here in the country. Oh yan, sige sir. Let's go straight to our question. Ano ba yung mga real estate taxes na kailangan malaman ng isang bibili o na magbebenta? Well, in transferring real properties, there are three main uh, modes ng transfer tayo. Uh, we have, dalawa is through gratuitous title, gratuitous transfer, and then one is through onerous transfer. So yung dalawang gratuitous, meaning bigay, one is through estate taxes, and then mm-hmm. donor's tax. Okay. And then we have through yung onerous naman, yung metahan, meron tayong capital gains tax or creditable withholding tax, depending on the status of the, the treatment of the, the property involved. Okay. And then, ano na lang, idagdag ko na rin lang kasi eh, when it comes to collection kasi ng, ng BIR, itong real property tax, although as a percentage, medyo maliit lang siya as compared to re- total collection. The collection on it is around 20.25% lang ng total collection for 2020, the latest year that we have. But if you consider isang aspect lang ito, talagang related lang sa real property, pero ganun kalaki yung contribution niya. It's 4.85 billion pesos ang collection for 2020 galing sa real property lamang. Not like, Wait. for example, uh, income taxes and, l- and other l- breakdown. L- laki na rin, no? 25%? Oh, oh. 0.25, but still, 4.85 billion pesos solely from transfer of real properties lang yan. Ha? Hindi ka tulad ng income tax, ang daming covered yan. Ng VAT, maraming covered yan. Lahat ng okay. negosyo, lahat ng consumption. Pero real yeah. property lang, 4.85 billion ang covered yan for 2020. Oh, at sabi ko nga, sir, dun sa discussion natin nung, nung isang araw, you know, I wanted also to raise the awareness that uh, yung ginagawa namin uh, as as brokers as agents also contributes mga ano palakpakan niyo naman ng inyong mga sarili dahil it also contributes to the government collection diba bukod pa yan <laughs> bukod pa yan sa babayad yung batong batable ka or bukod pa yan sa income annual tax. income tax na mabayaran mo hmm. na sana na file mo na <laughs> sana na file mo na yung deadline tayo ng April 18 eh Okay. Gusto mo na rin bang manggitin na meron bang extension yung April 18 na yun? Okay. Actually, nung April 18, that was the deadline for the filing of the income tax return. So, you should okay. have already filed your income tax return last, at, or at least until 11.59pm last April 18. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, considering nga, di ba, nag-holy week tayo, so, tas syempre, kumain ng oras din yun sa ating mga practitioners, mga taxpayers, kasi medyo yeah. nauna yung bakasyon bago yung yeah. deadline, uh, naglabas tayo ng RMC which extends, which provides actually, it's not an extension, 
but provides an additional time for our taxpayers wherein they can amend their filed income tax returns. So, nag-file ka noong April 18 hanggang noong April 18. You are given until May 16 para mag-amend mm-hmm. in case meron kang additional payable. Meron kang hindi na-incorporate sa final mo noong April 18, which is your tentative income tax return. Kung okay. meron kang gustong baguhin, meron kang at magre-resulta yun sa additional payable, you have until May 16 para i-file yung amended return at bayaran yung additional tax due without incurring penalties. Kasi supposedly, mm-hmm. pag late ka na, there's 25% surcharge, 12% interest per annum, and then compromise penalties. But up until May 16, for income tax purposes, pwede ka mag-file ng amended return at magbayad ng additional income tax due without incurring penalties. Okay. So, so yun ang pwede, kang, pwede kang mag-revise ng final mo if nag-file ka online sa ONET? Uh, no, we're tax. talking about income tax lang, Sir Kinga. We're only ah, okay. talking about income tax. The Hindi, deadline yung, last April. Okay, 18. sorry. Hindi, pero yung online, yung hmm. online uh, submission of the tax return, pwede pa rin ma-revise yun. Yes, yes. You okay, can file okay. an amended return until May 16. Right. And then no incurrence of penalties whatsoever kung may additional payable ka. Mm-hmm. But is is the BIR already doing the assessment as of this point? Hindi pa rin. Hindi pa. Kasi Hindi pa. since we're giving time pa nga sa ating mga taxpayer to file an amended return, uh, we're only going to start doing that after the deadline or at least uh, the extended period na binigay para mag-amend kayo. After that, saka pala namin sisimulang tignan kung meron ba mga dapat na assessment sa additional from oh, okay. the taxes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it uh, makes sense, makes sense. Pero sir, yung sinabi niyo kanina na ano, nag nagbabakasyon. Sana nga nakapagbakasyon yung mga yung mga negosyante. Eh, alam ko yung mga malilit na negosyante na mga viewers natin. Ah, uh, agirap for the last 2 years because of the pandemic. So Parang mas marami ako nakitang nasa simbahan at uh, nasa mga churches nila na nagdadasal. Na nag-aayuno. Oo, no, nag-aayuno imbis na ano, imbis na nagbabakasyon kasi walang pambakasyon, di ba? Actually, but, the bureau yeah. has ano during the pandemic, the bureau has been very proactive in taking steps to accommodate yung mga taxpayers natin. Isa na diyan is regularly nag-a-adjust ng deadlines si bureau. Yeah. Uh-huh. Lalo na kapag nagla-lockdown tayo. Kasi since we're concerned about mobility, concerned about the safety, maintaining the minimum health standards, parang hindi magkumpulan yung mga taxpayers natin, pinapayagan natin i-extend yung mga deadlines. And then at okay. the same time, we allow, um, depending on the issuance that's released, we allow file and pay anywhere. So you don't uh-huh. need to travel sa district mo kung saan ka-registered or maghanap ng banko na malapit sa office mo para magbayad. So even if, for example, na-lock your businesses in Quezon City, pero na-lockdown ka dito sa Batangas, pag merong issuance na nilabas na pinapayagan ng file and pay anywhere, you can file electronically and then pay dito sa Batangas for the taxes incurred by your businesses in Quezon City. So meron tayo mga inalabas na ganun para i-accommodate yung mga taxpayers natin. And then not only that, na-mention mo kanina, we have programs, and uh, we have projects and programs that are being developed to increase, uh, to, to hasten actually the digitalization of the Bureau. Kasi na, na-emphasize yun nga yung pandemic, di ba? Lahat online, mm-hmm. the online uh-huh. shopping uh-huh. and uh-huh. then online payment. Eh, Siyempre, hindi uh-huh. naman kami magpapahuli as much as we can. Nice. So we nice. have projects para matulungan yung mga taxpayers natin that they don't need to step out of their offices para magbayad. So meron tayong uh-huh. mga projects. Actually, we have two projects catered specifically para sa mga real estate uh, brokers mga engaged in real estate or at least real estate transactions. Yeah. Yeah. Meron kaming digitalization projects na covered para sa inyo. Oh, sige. Let me, let me hold your thought there, um, Sir AJ. And let's just go back to, kasi uh, like what I mentioned in the first part of our intro, no? sabi ko, uh, hindi lahat ng viewers ngayon of the show are, are into real estate already. So, marami, marami yung mga just just looking for for educational educational shows like what like what we have a lot here at the new channel so yung isa-isay natin yan not too much on the essay tax because masyado na kaming na, nababad in the last two episodes but 
Sige, DST tax is a tax that is imposed not on the deceased person, paano makakapagbayad ng patay na, kundi dun sa pagmamanahan niya ng property at ng assets para ma-transfer sa pangalan nila. Tama, no, sir? Actually, to be technical nga, it's a tax oh, yeah. on the transmission of the rights. So, mula dun sa namatay, ililipat yung karapatan papunta sa tagapagmana. Dun sa transmission okay. ng karapatan na yun, dun tayo nagtatax. Pero ang nagbabayad, syempre, hindi mo naman niya pwedeng sumalin yung patay na. So, okay. ang liable for the tax ay yung mga tagapagmana. And how much is that? Now, because of the train law, the estate tax is now 6% of your net assets. Although, right. depending on the time of death, kung kailan namatay yung disease natin, yung batas na nangingibabaw noon, yun ang susundin natin. So, ngayon kasi 6% na lang flat rate. But before, tax table yan, depending on the year. However, okay. dapat i-emphasize natin ngayon, until June 14, 2023, the BIR has the estate tax amnesty. Mm-hmm. So, pwede kayo, kung kahit 19 kopong-kopong pa yung estate na minana ninyo, you can go okay. to the BIR, we will compute, we will use the values of the property prevailing at the time of death, but the tax rate will be 6%. Hindi yung applicable na tax rate noon, but rather 6%, katulad na nung pabor, ng paborabling tax rate ngayon. Tapos, wala pang penalties. So, even if 20, 30 years lang late yung inyong estate tax, pag nag-file ka ngayon at nag-avail ka ng estate tax amnesty, 6% without penalties. Ayos, ayos. And what's what's next? Uh, ano pa yung halimbawa naman na pag uh, hindi na pagmanahan yung term eh, no? Uh, napaglipatan ako ng property ng aking mga magulang who are still surviving. What is it uh, what is it called? Yun naman is yung donation. So okay. this is out of act of liberality on the part of our donors. So yung mga magulang mo kunwari, actually ngayon sa train lo din tinanggal na yung distinction. Before, we have a distinction, we have distinctions between relatives and strangers. At depende yung tax rate kung sino yung nagdadate. But because of the train law, kahit sino pa yung donor sa'yo, kay magulang mo pa yan, kaibigan mo, o kahit na korporasyon ang nagdonate sa'yo, it's flat 6%. Yan ang ating donation, ang donor's tax rate natin. So parehas na sila ng estate tax. Yun yan, sa donation kasi, 6% of the net donation in excess of 250,000 pesos. Oh, so kung, kung sino man yung nagnanais na mag-donate ng inyong property, nandito po, uh, ipopost ko po sa comment section at the bottom of the screen ang aking full details so that you can, uh, you know, mention what you're donating. Uh, ako na po ang bahala. Tama, no? Ako, ako dapat ang bahala dun sa 6%. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Actually, the donor's tax rate, Sir King, is, ang liable dyan is the donor. Kung sino yung uh, nagbigay, siya yung okay. liable para sa donor's tax. But then again, kung usapan nyo, is ikaw yung magsushoulder nun, that is between uh-huh. you and your donor. But okay. for, as far as the beer is concerned, kung sino yung donor, siya yung aming ahabulin for the donor's tax. For event. the donor's tax. Okay, para sa akin po, um, okay na po na ako magsisettle ng donor stocks. Uh, madali naman po akong kausap. Uh, ngayon pa lang, I'm already telling you. Maraming salamat po. <laughs> Alright. Sir um, King, clarify ko yes, lang ha. Go. Since na, na, napag-usapan na rin naman natin si donor, clarify ko lang kung saan kasi, kasi ito madalas na question na nakukuha namin. Saan oh, ba yeah. sila dapat mag-file uh-huh, ng donor stocks? Uh-huh. Actually, daanan na rin natin pati estate tax eh. For yeah. donor's tax due, it is the residence of the donor. So sa BIR na nakakasakop sa residence ng donor, dun kayo magpa-file ng inyong donor's tax, ng inyong okay. donor's tax return. Okay. So hindi siya kung saan, nasaan ang property, hindi mm-hmm. siya kung saan ka nakaregister sa BIR actually, so kung mm-hmm. ang register, kundi kung saan ka nakatira. So let's say for example, I live here in Batangas, Mm-hmm. But eh, but my registration is in Quezon City since I am an employee of mm-hmm. BIR Quezon City. Mm-hmm. Kung ako ay merong i-donate, hindi ako sa BIR Quezon City pupunta. Mm-hmm. Ako mm-hmm. ay pupunta sa BIR na nakakasakop dito sa Batangas at dito ako magkakail ng donor's tax return. Even if, for example naman, 
again, even if yung property ko is nasa Mindanao. So again, ako ay nandito sa nakatira sa Batangas, registrado ako sa Quezon City at ang property is nasa Mindanao. Ang venue ng pag-file ko ng donor's tax return is dito sa Batangas kasi dito ako residente. Mm-hmm. So yan kasi yung usual na natatanggap naming tanong eh kung saan daw ba sila magpa-file ng kanilang yeah, donor's yeah. tax. At at no? dun niya sa sinasabi mo kanina, um again, this is something that you can do online. Yes. No? You can On- you can file your returns online. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so again, just just to, just to clarify, no? Pag magdo-donate po kayo ng isang property, 'di ba? Ang magdo-donate po kung saan po siya nakatira, doon po ipa-file yung donor's tax. At hindi kung nasaan yung property nila na i-donate. Yes, tama. All right. Tama po, tama. Yeah. Okay, and the last, no, the last but definitely not the least for us real estate brokers, that's the capital gains tax. Anong, Actually, for, uh, anong point to dyan? Sa, sa transfer ng real property na through owners, uh, through owners transaction, so through bentahan, dalawa okay, actually okay. meron tayo. We All have right, capital right. gains tax and creditable withholding tax. Mm-hmm. So, ano mo pinagkaiba ng dalawa? Actually, ang sukatan doon is kailangan nating alamin yung bang binibentang property is it a capital asset or is it an ordinary asset? So, kapag capital Madalas asset kasi siya... Madalas na tanong! Yan, nagkaiba. <laughs> Madalas na tanong po ng mga brokers, pati mga nagbebenta. Uh, sige, sir. Bigyan natin ng oras yan. Okay. Kailan so, capital, capital gains, gains at kailan, kailan CWT? Okay. okay, go. Capital gains is for capital assets. Mm-hmm. It's a final withholding tax of 6%. Creditable withholding tax naman are for ordinary assets. Now, define natin ano yung capital gains, ano yung ordinary assets. Yeah. Capital gains, pinakamadila yung definition. All real properties that are not considered as ordinary. So, capital okay. assets siya kapag hindi siya ordinary. So, i-define natin, sino ba yung or- ano ba yung ordinary? Ordinary assets are those hold, uh, held in inventory at the end of the year. So, you, these are also primarily held for sale or if these properties are used in trade of, or business. So again, it is either in inventory, primarily held for sale, or used in trade or business. Kapag ito ang definition ng property mo, ordinary asset yan. So kapag yan ang binenta mo, CWT ang tax due na mag-a-apply dyan. Now, para naman sa mga engaged in real estate business, all of the real properties held under their name are considered as ordinary. So, kapag i-registrado ka as real estate uh, developer, for example, lahat ng real properties mo considered as ordinary yan. Kasi nga, it's a, ang quick definition natin, it's either held in inventory, it is primarily held for sale, or it is used in trader business. Pagpasok siya dun sa tatlo, ordinary. Pag wala siya dun sa tatlo, capital asset siya. For example, yung tinitirahan nating bahay, Hindi mo naman siya part ng inventory mo. Hindi mo siya held for sale kasi bahay mo nga siya. Hindi mo rin ginagamit sa trader business. Which is why kapag bahay ang pinag-uusapan natin na nagbenta is yung nakatira doon, capital asset ang ating treatment doon and therefore subject to capital gains tax. Oh, sige, gawin, gawin kong tricky ng konti yan. Ha? Although napag-usapan na rin namin to ni Miss Margie doon sa season 2. But uh, um, iba-iba yung viewers natin. Eh. So, what if yung property na tinitirhan ko na yan, I, I have a portion in my garage that I use for my water station. Is uh, Does that mean my whole property becomes an ordinary asset already because I'm using my garage for my business? Isa tinitignan natin dyan actually is ano ba ang treatment ni tax ni assessor's office sa property mo. Okay. Yan. Kasi kami sa BIR, hindi naman namin napupuntahan lahat ng uh, properties. Uh, hindi naman namin inoocular lahat. So we are actually very much dependent on the tax declaration in determining okay. or at least in making a quick determination kung ang isang property ba is ordinary or capital. And kung si real estate ay kung si local assessor's office, ang treatment niya ng iyong property ay commercial nakatag siya as commercial kasi nga nilagay na gamit mo sa iyong negosyo 
eh, ginagamit mo siya sa negosyo ngayon, it will be treated as ordinary asset for purposes ng what is a quick uh, definition is papatak siya as ordinary asset. Subject of course to further evaluation which is why we will ask mm-hmm. for financial statements. We will uh, we may even conduct actual ocular inspections. So yeah. case to case ang ating pagdetermine kung yung actual na ginagamit mo ba talaga is capital or yeah. ordinary. Okay. Just just a word of note to to the property owners no? um in, in relation to what I said earlier. Uh, kung ganun po yung gamit nyo sa, sa inyong bahay and the assessor's office comes and assesses your property diba? and then tags it as commercial, commercial. For, for say for example it's a 200 square meter property pero ang ginagamit mo lang is 50 square meter for that ano, for that business for your water station balik nyo po dun sa ano dun sa assessor's office because you you can you can explain to them that yeah I'm just using the 50 square meters so if it's possible that they tag that 50 square meters in the tax tech as commercial and the rest of the property which is majority of it 150 square meters as residential I think that's that's the best that um the property property owner should do no pag mga ganong cases kasi Sabi nga ni Sir, ang babasihan naman nila is the tactic. Diba, Sir? Okay, yes, Sir. sir marami pa tayong, ano, marami pa tayong pag-uusapan uh, in relation to to our est- uh, to real estate taxes uh, at pati yung mga, ano, mga improvements that the BIR is working on. But we will discuss that you know, after a few reminders from our very lovable and generous sponsors. So we'll be right back. Welcome to Strata Results, where we take a partnership approach to ensuring that your business processes, chosen technology, people, and information are aligned to support your business. Strata Results, partnering for your success. Social media can be overwhelming for entrepreneurs and business owners, and Alan actually struggles with daily content that converts sales. But don't fret, RiseUp Creatives Worldwide is here to help you with daily customizable captions, exclusive photos, and an easy-to-use design studio all in one digital platform. Plus, monthly masterclasses to help you grow your business with just 5 minutes of investment each day. Join us today. It's time to rise up and be creative.
Hey guys, welcome back to Realty Realities on this warm Saturday afternoon. Uh, we are talking to not the toxic person, but uh, we're talking about toxic, yung mga real estate taxes that people should be informed about kapag magbebenta or bibili ng properties because well, you have to impute that 6%, no? Kapag uh, capital gains or CWT, like what we were discussing earlier, uh, we need to be prepared. Kasi mahirap nang magpresyo ng mali. At meron tayong mga cases na naririnig sa ating mga sellers who are surprised because they were not... Uh, well well informed by their brokers uh, most of the time naman kasi yan ano nangyayari kapag hindi licensed broker yung ginagamit natin so in support of uh, the Philippine Association of Real Estate Boards advocacy uh, we should be using mga licensed brokers marami po kami Malamang dyan po sa, pamunti ko sabihin, friendster, sa Facebook list nyo lang, eh marami na kayong ma-encounter na kapamilya o inyong mga kamag-anak o inyong mga kaibigan na licensed real estate brokers. So always go for licensed real estate brokers because we know the market. Um, we can give you good advice as to the market value. Not only that, sa pagdidiskarte ng pagbebenta dahil we have a whole listing of clients already that we have come across um, our our experiences in real estate selling. So please, trust your licensed real estate broker. And you know, you know what? The PNC is not just reality realities because we are a live stream platform of online shows for people on the go. On the go because you can watch us from anywhere you are. Kung bumabiyahe ka man, kapag nagda-drive ka, wag ka pong manood. Pakinggan mo lang po ang sinasabi ng inyong host. Imagine having your own show, your own playlist, your own content, but we make it easier for you. PNC aims to transform the lives of our viewers through engaging, authentic, and original content. Our vision is to become a global 24-7 live stream channel that showcases Filipino talent, global influencers, cultural intelligence, and ingenuity. Um, catch Realty Realities every Saturdays, 4 p.m. No, maraming salamat uh, that despite your busy schedule, you find time to watching us. Uh, you can also watch us on replay. If you happen to miss us because you're in one of the rallies, the political rallies, you can always catch Realty Realities on our Facebook page. That's the new channel or hashtag TNC now. You can also go to the Facebook page of Realty Realities on TNC. Or if you have Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can just search. Hashtag TNC now. Right, before we bring in our guest, we'd like to thank Robinson's Land Corporation, our sponsor for season three, and www.spaceformybiz.com if you want to look out for hot commercial listings for lease or for sale. Just go to www.spaceformybase.com. Let's bring back the Revenue Officer 2 of the Assessment Section of BIRRDO38, Sir AJ Kundayo. Sir. Sir. Um, okay, kanina, no? inisa-isa natin yung real estate taxes na dapat bayaran. Um, pero hindi dyan kasama yung transfer taxes that a person needs to pay kapag transfer na nila ang title from the previous owner or the seller to 
the new owner or the buyer. No, sir? Yes, sir. Transfer taxes po is with the local government. So, kami po is only for capital gains or CWT and the documentary stamp tax. And then, ang end result ng, this, ng inyong transaction with the BIR is yung mag-issue po kami ng e-card, Electronic Certificate Authorizing Registration, which you will then use to transfer the property into your name. Yun, yun, yun. Yan ang PA, kumbaga, yung dokumentong yan sa aming brokers, yan yung, yung pagkatapos namin makakuha yan para sa mga kliyente namin. Yun. Ay, may e-card na. May e-card na, okay na. May e-card na. Ipapakita na to sa ano, ipapakita na to sa, 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 sa kliyente. Oh, Pwede nang iyabang. Oo, oh, oh. Okay. Sige, sir. May binanggit ka, may binanggit ka na nababayaran pa rin dapat sa BIR na natatawa-tawa kami pero hindi lang pala sa Pilipinas yan, yo? universal yan, yung documentary, documentary stamps stamp or stamp. doc stamps or DST, yes, di ba? Sir, ano naman yan? Ano yan? Okay, sir. It's a tax imposed on instruments uh, na ini-execute mo. So in this case, since dahil nag-execute ka ng deed of absolute sale, or deed of donation, nag-execute ka ng instrument, merong doc stamp na applicable doon. These are specifically provided for in the tax code na kung meron kang ganitong transaction o meron kang ganitong instrumento na ginawa, merong applicable na doc stamp para doon. Hindi lahat ng instrumento may doc stamp. Nakalista lang sa tax code kung ano yung mga yon at kabilang doon is yung uh, deed of absolute sale of real property at transfer of real property and uh, including donation. So ang tax rate natin dyan, is uh, 1.5%. It's actually 15 pesos for every 1,000. Kaya lang, parang mahirap tandaan yun. No? So, basta 1.5% na lang ang ating tax rate when it comes to the donor's tax due. Again, this is on top of the capital gains or CWT and on top of the, of the donor's tax due. Sige. Uh, maaaring meron tayo mga sellers na ano, to wants to be exact. No? So that's uh, 15 pesos per 1,000. Yes. No, and then just just for easier computation, we refer to it as the one point five percent. Yes, sir. Okay. Tapos na well, ano to no? Nasa usapan to ng buyers and sellers, but in normal practice po, that's uh, usually handled by. Ayaw akong magsabi. <laughs> <laughs> well, i-clarify na lang natin, sir, ha, para hindi ka rin. Ah, sige, sige. Uh, i-clarify you, lang natin. Yan, lang, stamp. yan mo lang yung logic. Yan mo lang uh, yung logic. Bakit ba meron doc stamp na ganyan? Yan. Para malaman natin kung kanino mas bagay talaga. Doon ba sa buyer? Doon ba sa seller? Okay, sir. Go ahead. Um, with donation, the tax, the liability for the tax is with the donor. With capital gains and CWT, it is with the seller. So sila yung liable doon. But for documentary stamp tax, since this is a tax on the document itself, it's not on the transaction, it's not on the persons, but on the document itself, either of the parties may pay, may shoulder the documentary stamp tax. So hindi kailangan kay seller lang, hindi kailangan kay donor, hindi kailangan kay buyer or kay donor. Either of the parties, except of course, if one of the parties is exempt from donor's tax, specifically exempted or ex- specifically excluded from uh, paying documentary stamp tax, saka lang siya malilipat dun sa isa pang party. But either of the parties may shoulder the documentary stamp tax since it is a tax on the instrument itself, not on the parties na involved sa transaction. Alam mo, sir, buti na lang sa kagandahang loob ng mga tao dito sa Pilipinas, ano po talaga eh, yung donor's tax na yan, ano yan, uh, pinag-aawayan nila na, ako na lang, ako na lang magbabayad, well, ano, no, but um, and in in practice, it's it's a sign of goodwill, diba? It's a sign of goodwill that either the buyer or the seller says that it's okay. I I will I will handle the the, the documentary stamp. No, uh, maraming salamat dun sa <laughs> sinib <sinave> mo ko dun. <laughs> Yon. So you you did mention also that. Yung, yung dun sa mga alcoholic beverages, y- ano yun? DST yun? Yung, yung nakaganon? Yung, yung mga stamp na nakatakit na ganon. Kasi ang dock stamp natin, hindi lang yung mga tax na in mo sa instruments eh. 
Meron mm-hmm. tayo. Yung actual stamps na binibili, it's 15 pesos per stamp. So you can uh-huh. actually buy that. Uh-huh. Actually, kapag uh-huh. ikaw ay PR, PRC license holder ka, kasama yun sa mga binibili mo, pumipila ka sa PRC eh. Pumipili oh. ka ng either ng stamp na 15 pesos or uh-huh. electronic DST, which is basically doc stamp pa din ng babayaran mo, but instead of getting a physical stamp, it will be printed on your document. And then also, mm-hmm. yung sa mga alcoholic beverage natin, yung naka, nakatakip, yung pinaka-seal niya. Those are also so, documentary stamps. Ano nga, sir, eh, uh, hindi, ako, hindi ako familiar dun eh, kasi hindi ako nalalapit sa ganun. Pero nung nabanggit mo lang, sabi ko, ay, yun pala yun! Meron pala nun! <laughs> then, um, sir, uh, okay, Sige, what other things does this BIR have uh, in in its in its pipeline, or even what you're doing now that we might not know? No, maaring uh, we are overly dependent na dun sa mga aming accountants as well as tax consultants that were as as taxpayers. No, baka naman hindi namin alam na meron na palang online na ganito. Na pwede na kaming mag mag proceed, Would you would you care to ano to tell us about it? Okay, sir. Specifically para sa ating mga for those engaged in yeah. online transactions, one-time transactions. So this includes donors, estate, and then transfer of real properties through sale, mm-hmm. so capital gains and CWT. We actually have two projects na part ng aming DX, uh, the digitalization, digital digital transformation project of the BIR. So, isa okay. dyan is already under pilot rollout sa BIR Manila, which has jurisdiction over the city of Manila and the province of Palawan. And dito rin sa BIR Cabamiro, which has jurisdiction over the provinces of Cavite, Batangas, Mindoro, and Mugloc. That is what okay. we call the e-onet system. So, basically, the e-onet system is a portal. So, ang gagawin mo dun, punta ka sa portal ng e-onet, you can upload your documents na based on the checklist of requirements na available din sa portal. So, na i-upload mo doon yung deed of sale, upload mo doon yung tax deck, upload mo doon yung title, based on the, depending on the applicable documents sa CDR natin. And then, ikaw din na mag-feed ng information sa system, magko-compute siya ngayon ng tax due. So, hindi mo kailangan pumunta sa BIR. Ngayon, applicable siya for pilot rollout for capital gains and CWT. Hindi mo kailangan pumunta sa BIR para magpa-compute. Punta ka sa portal, upload the information, and then feed the data, input the data in the computation sheet. And then what would then happen is that it will be reviewed by someone from the RDO kung saan ka nag apply Kung okay yung application mo, they will approve it kung may kulang kang document or you need to be informed of a difference in the computation, makakatanggap ka ng email kung ano yung kailangan may comply Once makomply mo siya and then deemed as okay na nung nag-check sa system nung iyong application, bibigyan ka niya ngayon ng approved na official computation sheet, may, may digital signature siya, and then you can now proceed to online banking. So pwede mo nang bayaran yung CGT mo plus the documentary stamp tax Tapos ang mangyayari ngayon, the only time that you will have to go to the BIR is to claim your e-car. So pupunta pagkat may computation sheet ka na, nakuha mo online, nagbayad ka online. Pagkabayad mo, pupunta, makakatanggap ka ng claim slip telling you when you need to pay, when, when you can pick up your e-car already. On that day, pupunta ka sa BIR, isasaka mo ngayon, submit yung original documents, then kaliwaan, ibibigay sa iyo yung e-car. So once ka lang pupunta sa BIR, not, not like ngayon, pupunta ka para magpa-compute. Then, pupunta ka, bibigyan ka ng computation sheet, magbabayad ka, babalik ka ulit para mag-submit ng documents, then naalis ka, then babalik ka na naman para i-claim yung e-card. At nung beses ka, at least na bumabalik sa BIR. At least yun. Mm-hmm. But because of the e-onet system, once ka lang pupunta para lang mag-claim na ng e-card mo. So that nice. is one of the system that we have. It is on pilot rollout already in Manila and Cabamiro. And it is primarily catered para sa ating mga external users. We also have what we call the on the onet tracking system, the on, the OTS. This is yeah, mainly hold, an hold on, hold on. Sir AJ, sorry, sorry, bago ako maano doon. Anong, anong average time ngayon ng pagbabalik ng assessment ng E-ONET? I, I don't know if it's called assessment or just review, no? 
ng ng assessment section. Um ano ba yan? Mabilisang balikan ba yan? Uh, it is actually average. real time. It is supposedly real time. But at the mm. very the very latest by mm. the end of the day kung hindi kung mahaba yung pila syempre of course kasi we still need yeah. to cater yeah. yung mga walk-in din. But at the very least within the day makukuha mo ngayon yung computation sheet mo or at least you'll get a feedback kung kompleto na ba yung mga documents mo or if hindi pa wow. if everything is in order dire-diretso ka na pag hindi naman informed ka kung ano yung kailangan mo i-comply wow so pati dun sa system ng e-onet you can there's there's a link there which is for uploading of documents ganon yes you will upload there the pdf copies ng iyong mga documents na based din uh-huh. naman sa checklist ng documentary requirements na meron tayo So, yeah. yun yung basis ngayon ng pag-assess ni BIR. Kaya, kaya nga sabi ko nga, wow, the only time that you need to go to the BIR is, is submit mo na lang yun. Kailan ng ano? Kailan ng uh, nakikita natin? Kasi karamihan sa mga kasama natin dito, Quezon City eh. So, ke- kailan ng rollout naman for Quezon City? The, the pipeline, actually, the, the intended rollout is that hopefully within the next few months, may expand yung rollout niya to include Quezon City. Kasi uh-huh. si Quezon City kasi is will be piloting naman kasi the other system naman, the ONET tracking system. Yun namang okay. si ONET. Okay. Yeah, dalawa kasi right. kami, di ba? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have the ONET, which is for external uh-huh. and internal users. And then we uh-huh. have the OTS naman for internal users, which we are which we will be piloting in Quezon City this May. Supposedly nga, next week magpa-pilot na kami, but we had some technical issues which we're resolving okay. first. So hopefully by May, actually by May is our timeline to roll uh-huh, out naman uh-huh. yung on the tracking system. So what uh-huh. this is naman, this is primarily catered actually para sa mga walk-in taxpayers natin. So pwede okay. pa rin naman yung walk-in if you still prefer that. Gusto mo may interaction pa rin sa, tax, sa revenue officer para makapagtanong ka. Hmm. But the benefit of the online tracking system is meron kasi mga offices na manual pa rin nagsusulat ng computation sheet. Or meron, medyo high-tech, naka-excel. But in the system, the online tracking system, it's a program already kung saan uh, i-generate yung computation sheet. But mm-hmm. its added benefit is that it's mainly a tracking system. Usual kasing issue natin na i-encounter ng mga taxpayers natin is that pagpunta nila, magpa-follow up sila, asan na po ba yung application namin? And then maghihintay sila ng 15, 20, 30 minutes. God forbid, abutin sila na ilang oras doon. Only, only to be told na, for review pa po ni ganito or for signature pa po ni ganyan. Di sana nalaman kagad nila. But based on, but with the online tracking system, it identifies who are the accountable officers. So kung nari ako mm-hmm. yung nagko-compute sa'yo, mm-hmm. kita sa system na for computation ko pa lang siya. And then, pagtapos na ako, I will then uh, updated status for review. So, nandun na siya sa reviewing authority. And then for payment, and then for issuance of card. So with a click of, uh, with a quick glance in the system, alam namin kung nasan yung transaction mo. Masasagot ka kagad namin kapag hinanap mo kung nasan na yung application mo for card. But I, I, suppose, I suppose the final the final output of these two systems is that there is an e-onet diba, for filing and then there is the onnet tracking system. No? Yun yung, yun yes. yung magiging end-end product of this, of this development in DIR. Yes, sir. Yeah. Ganda. So, yun ang inaano natin. These are specifically para sa mga ONET taxpayers natin. So, CGT and CWT actually ang main trust niyan ngayon. Oo. Oh, oh, oh. Hindi naman yan sa ayaw dahil ayaw nyo na kami makakitang nagpupunta dyan sa opisina nyo. Diba? Hindi naman yun ang dahilan ng mutong yan. Ano, sir? Hindi naman, sir. Ang, ang, ang sabi ko nga kanina, we're always striving to make The, the the tax payment process as convenient as possible for taxpayers because we're your partners. Gusto namin komportable kayo. So kung mm-hmm. pwedeng mapadali yung paraan ng pagbabayad niyo ng buwis, mas maganda. So ito yung isa ma- dalawa sa mga pinapersyon natin na part ng DX project ng DIR, the e-onet and the onnet tracking system. Mas mapapadali na without leaving the convenience of your homes or offices, dire-diretso na yung processing. Car na kagad ang pupuntahan mo sa DIR. Hindi ko alam, sir, kung gusto kong sabihin na masarap mapakinggan sa, sa tenga yun na gusto nyong mas mapadali yung experience namin, you know, ng pagbabayad ng buwis. Uh, but again, like what we said earlier, that balibalik ta rin man natin, ang buwis po ay kailangan ng ating bayan. 
Dahil yan po ang pinagkukuhanan ng pang-ayuda, pang-social services, pang-infrastruktura. At dahil dyan, related to my phone-in question, may nag-phone-in question, sir. Eh. Sabi, um, how much percent of our government budget comes from tax collection? No, for... Meron ka ba figure na, sir? Meron, meron tayo niyan, sir. For 2022, it's actually available. For this mm-hmm. year, okay, our budget is 5.024 trillion pesos. That's a budget ng buong bansa. Magkano, okay. magkano, sir? Sorry. 5.024 trillion. That is the budget of the as provided for in the GAA, in the General Appropriations Act. That's okay. 5.024 trillion. Out of the 5.04 trillion, it is expected that 3.125 billion will be coming from tax revenue collection. So that's uh, 62% of the total budget expected mangaling sa tax collection. Yeah. And out of the 3.125 trillion, 78% noon ang galing sa BAR. So that's 2.435 trillion pesos galing sa BAR. So roughly 48% ng total budget ng Pilipinas expected manggaling sa collection ni BIR. So that is our mandate and as your partners, uh, we are hoping then that everyone will do their share, magbayad ng tamang buwis on time para ma-meet natin yung collection goal natin na gagamitin ng pamahalaan sa pag-render ng mga services na tayo rin naman na nag-enjoy. 48% of the total budget will be coming from the BIR. Yun na. Sinabi mo na, sir. No? Um, we've, we've, we've already run out of time. Uh, this, is, this is a very useful conversation about... Uh, what the BIR has been do, uh, doing, no? Um, and kami, nagpapasalamat kami as real estate brokers that you're also looking at uh, at our profession uh, para mapadali yung mga transaction namin dahil isa to sa mga, ano eh, isa to sa mga pinafrown na pan namin <laughs> yung, yung administrative na pag, uh, pagpupunta sa BIR for, for cap gains, for computation pa lang. No, and uh, I, I, I guess I share the same opinion of the other real estate brokers that we we thank you, BIR, for, for thinking about the EONet as well as the tracking system. And we look forward. Wow, look forward to kami. We look forward to using all of those systems so that it cuts our time so that our time is used for the productive use, which is selling property. So with that, um, maraming maraming salamat po, Sir AJ Gundayao. Uh, he is the Revenue Officer 2 of the Assessment Section of BIR RDO 38. Palakpakan po natin siya. Thank you, sir. sir. Thank, you po. thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you again for, you know, for spending your Saturday afternoon with Realty Realities on TNT. So guys, um, that's all about uh, time we have for this Saturday. And maraming salamat for, for tuning in. I know it's a very busy Saturday. You might have activities with your, with your family. Like I have a kid who's celebrating his eighth birthday. Happy birthday again, Noe. Um, you might be in the different rallies of your political callers. We might have uh, differences in terms of our views in politics. But again, as I've always said in my show, guys, politicians will go, right? These presidents will go, but your friends and especially your family won't go because those are selected for you by God, especially your families. So please, be civil. You may discuss about your differences but don't unfriend don't block or better yet no um i've used this hashtag hashtag no to negative campaigning hashtag no to fake news and hashtag to 
accomplishment hashtag achievement of our political candidates. And with that, mabuhay ang Pilipinas dahil sa gobyernong tapat, magbabayad ng karampatang tax ang lahat. God bless the Philippines.